Welcome back, welcome back. Now, as I said earlier, that I will be sharing with you some findings. So, um, on the WE Forum, um, which is the World Economic Forum, they shared a few things about hogging. And one of it is that hogging is a universal human action that is important for creating and maintaining social bonds. They also said that for many, social distancing measures have, measures have resulted in the absence of hogging in the past 12 months. I do agree, you know, because um, when COVID-19 sets in, we weren't able to interact with people. And even up till now, hugs are reduced. So you meet outside and people are just greeting one another um, with the elbow. Um, and so that way, people are not able to experience, you know, hugs and all that. For many people, um, they've missed most during the pandemic is their inability, what they missed was their inability to hug loved ones. Um, they get to work and they are still not able to hug and all that. And it's not like we lost our ability to hug, it's just that the uh, public health um, issues around affected our ability to hug one another, right? Um, and of course, this has now played a role even in our mental health right you know and now but vaccine programs are, are being rolled out and that means that i mean a level of maybe um relaxation uh, or the restriction when it comes to hugging one another or, or touching one another now the thing is the reason hugs feel so good has to do with our sense of touch we are uh, we have a high sense of touch right and it's extremely important in the sense that um, it allows us not only to physically explore the world around us but also communicate with others by creating and maintaining social bonds. Now, touch consists of two distinct systems. I didn't tell you that I did tell you that I will share some scientific um, findings with you. So we'll just go a, a bit down that lane. Now, touch consists of two distinct systems. The first is the fast touch, uh, which is a system of nerves which allows us to rapidly detect contact. So, for example, if a fly landed on your nose or you touch something hot, you respond quickly either by trying to take the fly off or by removing your hand from the hot substance. Um, nobody needs to tell you to take your hands off the, the hot substance or even when a fly tries to land um, on your nose. The sensation, your response is very, very fast. But then you have the other one, which is a slow touch. Now, this is, uh, um, this is a population of recently discovered nerves called the C-tactile afferent, the C-tactile afferent. And uh, this one's process the emotional meaning of touch. So when you hug someone, it's your C-tactile afferent that actually process the meaning of that touch. So each time you touch someone, um, the meaning they give to that touch is a function of their C-tactile afferent. Whether it is emotional or it's just normal, it's um, it's as a result of what the afferent um, gives to them. So they have essentially evolved to be cuddled nerves and are typically activated by um, some very special kind of stimulation, which could be gentle, skin temperature touch, the kind typical org, you know, uh, or caress and all that. Now, of course, touch is a first sense to start, you know, working in the womb, you know, uh, from the moment we are born, the gentle caress of a mother has multiple health benefits, um, such as um, lowering heart rates and promoting the growth of brain cell connections. So in, in all, you would see that hugging plays a great role. Um, it's not just a social well-being thing, it's also a personal well-being thing and a health thing, right? It improves our mental health, improves our sense of acceptability amongst people. You know, someone shared with me recently about how some other persons perceive um, 
perceive hogs and why it may be difficult to hug them. Now, of course, I won't forget that I shared with you um, in the last episode that hogs are good. Uh, but let me just reiterate by saying that hogs improves your sleep. It reduces your reactivity to stress. You know, because of the touch, touch is very wonderful. When sometimes you put touch, you just feel, oh, this is so heavenly, you know. Um, and so it can help actually reduce your reactivity to stress. It increases your well-being and pleasure. Oh, no. Across our lifespan, social touch bonds us together and helps maintain our relationships. And this is because it releases endorphins, right, which makes us see hugs and touch as rewarding. And sometimes you don't want that person to just hold you tight, you know, and not let you go. Or you don't want to let them go. <laughs> right? It could help you fight off infections. Mm, this is deep. Through regulations of your hormone, including oxytocin and cortisol, touching and hugging can also affect our body's immune response. There's some deep science there. Research even suggests that cuddling in bed could protect us against common cold. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Maybe that's possible. Um, and then, you know... Um, so, sometimes by monitoring organ frequency, they did this by monitoring organ frequency amongst um, just over 400 adults who were then exposed to a common cold virus, right? Researchers found the huggers worn and down, it being less likely to get a cold. And even if they did, they had less severe symptoms. So, you don't want to get common cold? Go hugging. Just go about hugging. <laughs> Well, be careful with your hug. They'll be sure that the person also um, wants to be hugged. So, friend, I'm going to say that go there, go out there and, you know, just um, hug it out. Be sure that you are hugging someone and that the person enjoys the hug as well. Now, it's one thing for you to want to hug somebody. It's another thing for the person to decide. So, someone sent something to me from the last episode. He said, Hi, Tolu. Well, said in your last post about hugs. I struggled with this in Nigeria as I'm a hugger. I express my emotions better that way. You communicate with people that I have nothing against you and you are inviting me to and you are inviting to my space. Now for Nigeria, you have those who are keen on their religious boundaries with the opposite sex. In the UK, slightly different but can be tricky as you could be called names like pervert, etc. So like you said, close family and friends. However, in the UK, I think one needs it more especially migrants who stay far away from family, depression sets in little by little. Thank you for that response, um, my dear friend. And the truth of the matter is culture has come to play a role in a lot of things. Um, I'm currently taking a study on cultural intelligence, you know, and I got to understand that in some countries, um, you're expected to stand about 100 to 110 meters apart um, the closer you come, that person feels uncomfortable. The farther you go away, that person feels uncomfortable. You know, so, read, so, so they created a, a case study of two companies that are trying to merge and both of them had different practices, you know, and they were going head to head in terms of arguments and complaints and all. So at the end of the day, I mean, one thing that we must understand is that culture, cultures across countries, across the globe differ. And so we need to understand this. So I'm hoping that maybe in the next episode, right, I would get people, um, maybe from one from the UK, one from Nigeria, yeah, and uh, maybe another uh, from 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 the US, who would share with us how they see hugging or the concept, the practice of hugging in those communities. Of course, like I said, cultural differences setting. But you see, in all, right, um, I mean, just like you see some people, they will greet and then they will give themselves the... the um, 
the cheek to cheek um kind of kind of peck you know but in all we must understand what culture we are in and pay attention to it and work with what is the acceptable norm right so that we don't end up becoming what we are trying to avoid we don't end up um, losing our cool or becoming sad just because uh, we are considered to be pervert or to be um, doing things wrongly all right i mean this is a topic that i will i'm willing to explore further right because it's it's, it's something that has to do with socially acceptable um, practices and it's not something that we can just um talk about and just and just forget like that so i hope that i'm able to get people who would want to come on the show uh, and share their thoughts um, about hugging i don't mind right we'll just slot in a date and then we'll do this recording uh, and then I'll, I'll put them together so if you're interested right please just send me a mail um tolisha francis at gmail.com or you could send me a message on instagram at tolisha francis so i'll conclude by saying hugging is therapeutic Hugging is, if I can say, medicinal. But again, remember that hugging could be a social misnomer. So be careful who you hug, how you hug, and be sure that they're open to it. Till I come your way again, this is the Rising Rose Podcast. Bye for now. Break the barriers that seem to hinder you from being a high flyer? Do you want to rest on the shoulders of those who have broken boundaries against all odds? Do you want to rise above your current level? Then this is the place to be. Welcome to the Rising Heroes Podcast. This podcast is committed to showing how to ride from where you are to where you should be. Grab your pen and paper as we make welcome our host, Tolushe Francis. Welcome back and thanks for joining me once again. Uh, so I said we'll be looking at what exactly does it mean to be a man in terms of definition. And so I took a trip down to the Merriam-Webster the Dictionary as well as Wikipedia. Now, let's see what the Merriam-Webster Dictionary says. It says an adult male human is a man, a human being, a person, all right? And then uh, Wikipedia says a man is an adult male human. Prior to adults old, a male human is referred to as a boy. Like most of the mammals, a man's genome usually inherits an X chromosome from the mother and a Y chromosome from the father. Now, the reason why I decided to go look for the definition of a man is because uh, on the International Men's Day, I saw some status all around talking about Happy International Men's Day to responsible men. And this is one of the stigma, one of the stereotypes that men face across the world. They are defined by their responsibility because you have placed them on a moral gauge they're defined by what they're able to accomplish they're defined by what they're able to achieve right forgetting that what makes a man a man is not what is on the moral gauge is not what he's able to do but the fact that he is made a man a male adult right that has um um the balls and 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 and, and the penis in between his his, his, his laps okay um everyone who doesn't identify with any other gender except the male gender when that person grows up that person becomes a man and so 
the 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 world decides that every November is going to be marked as Men's Mental Health Month, right? And that one day will be marked as International Men's Day, a mere a day to celebrate men across the globe, men based on gender, not men by responsibility, men based on masculinity, not men based on the fact that they're able to lift um, a ton of luggages or load or the fact that they have muzzles, uh, the fact that they have six packs or the fact that they have um, a family more like married or they're about. No, the men's month is regarded as a month to celebrate men across the world. Every adult male is a man. The same way we have the day of the boy child the day of the girl child, Women's International Day, Mother's Day. It's the same way we have the Men's Day, the Men's Month, International Men's Day or the Men's Mental Health Month. Right. Now, let me give you some statistics as it pertains to the mental health of men. Now, do you know that men are far less than women to seek treatment for issues such as depression, substance abuse, and stressful life events? Do you also know that having legal or financial worries can trigger the development of mental health problems and increase the risk of suicide in men. About 60% of men experience at least one traumatic event in their lifetime. Another point you need to know about men is that depression is almost twice as common in women as men, but then men are far less likely than women to seek treatment. Now, if you look at all of these, you would realize that certain factors play a role as to why men do not seek help. And it's because of the stereotype that men are expected to be strong. And so you hear people say things like, why are you doing like a girl? Why are you acting like a girl? Right? To meet someone who is effeminate and you conclude that this person is not behaving like a man, forgetting that it's not about how the person behaves, but the, 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 the sexual organ or, 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 or the orientation the person has chosen to associate with is what makes the person a man. Okay, and so men are told not to cry, men are told not to weep, men are told to be strong, uh, men are told that they, they need to be there for other persons, then, but then they are dying inside. And so men are told not to share their problems, and so they hold on to it, and they begin to die in silence. And this is why you would realize that because men don't want to be stigmatized or being seen as weak, they hold on to whatever they're experiencing and keep quiet. I don't know if as a man you're listening to me right now, wherever you are, in whatever part of the world you're listening from, and you realize that you've been struggling with your emotions, you've been struggling with your feelings, you've been struggling with your thoughts. Your thoughts are here and there, they are scattered all around. Your emotions, you can't even get a hold of any of them. I appeal to you that you take a moment to seek help. All right, do not let anyone shame you, do not let anyone make you feel less important. It is critical that you pay attention to how you feel and pay attention to seeking help when necessary. Men are more likely to engage in illicit drug use and alcohol use, which can trigger or exacerbate mental health conditions. And the reason is because the moment a man is not able to express himself or is scared of being judged, there's this void, there's this vacuum that he experiences and then rather than sharing it or speaking out he goes ahead right to try to fill that void with things that wouldn't fill the void alcohol doesn't fill any void smoking no matter what you call it no matter the kind of smoke you take doesn't fill any void
at that instance may feel like you're on top of the world and you've got everything covered. But hey, I give you just one hour, a max two hours, and everything wears off and you're back to ground zero. And so do not get it twisted. The use of alcohol or smoke doesn't take away your emotions. It doesn't make you a better person. It doesn't make you be on top of situations. Instead, it gives you an illusion that makes you think that all is well. But the truth of the matter is the moment it wears out, you're back to square one and you feel more terrible because your expectations will be cut short. And so you need to understand that your physical, mental, emotional, and social well-being are very important. Again, what is mental health? Mental health has to do with your emotional, your social, your cognitive, and your psychological well-being. That exactly is what mental health means, is. And to as a man, every aspect of this is important. It's not enough that you build muscles. It's not enough that you have six-packs. It's also very, very, very special and important, okay, that your mental health is intact. Maybe I should quickly use this opportunity to explain that everyone has mental health, right? But then when there is an issue with your mental health, you begin to have mental health challenges or mental health problems or mental illnesses or mental disorders, okay? And so every individual has mental health. The same way we talk about physical health is the same way everyone has mental health. You're physically healthy when there is no form of illness whatsoever within in your system. You can walk, you can talk, you can do everything you want to do, right? But the moment there is a form of physical illness, well, you're down, you're tired, you're weak, you can't move around. And it's the same with mental health. When you are, when you are, when you are cheerful, when you're in the right place emotionally, when your thoughts are coherent, you have a clean bill of mental health, you're not troubled by anything, right? But the moment you begin to feel sad, and you're sad consistently. Nothing interests you. Um, you just want to be all by yourself. You don't want to drown yourself in alcohol and smoke. Then there is a mental health condition. Then there is a mental health challenge that needs to be addressed. And so I want to urge all men across the globe listening to me from wherever you are right now. And I want to appeal to you that you need to understand that you're special. You need to understand that no one can take your place anywhere at any time in the world. And so the world needs you. The world needs you to be hale and earthy. The world needs you to keep your mind intact. The world needs you to keep your emotions in place. The world needs you to be psychologically and cognitively fit. And so do what it takes for you to stay that way. Do not allow the pressures from people, the pressure of career, the pressure of the office, the pressure of the family, make you lose your mind. Find a way, find a support system. All right, join a social circle where you can be, you can share things and we, you will not be judged. Look for mental health professionals who are willing to listen to you and do not in any way feel less than a man because you're not able to meet the financial responsibilities in the home. That is not what makes you a man. And so I charge you today, rise up, dust yourself from that place where you are and keep going. Remember that life is a journey. And everyone you meet on the way has a story to tell, has a story, has something to contribute to your journey. And so keep moving. Keep your head high. Keep your head high. Let nothing bring you down. Even if you fall, remember that you would rise again. You can only be down for a moment. All right? So take care of yourself. The world needs you. I need you. Everyone needs you. Happy International Men's Day. Until I come your way again, go break a leg. Bye for now.